You're listening to Shepherd and Sports Bite, a McPherson Media Group production. Hello and welcome to another edition of Sports Bite, the first one of the new year. I'm your host, Tyler Maher. Uh, with me on the left, I have Max Steinkamp. Max, welcome to the show. Thanks, Tyler. Pleasure to be back. Happy New Year. And Aiden Payne on the right here, back from holidays. How are you? Yeah, <coughs> yeah good, mate. Uh, she has a great start. Um, I love that you had to point out that Max is on the left, uh, seeing that we're not <laughs> recording. Uh, yeah, you just got to set the scene. It's, it's audio medium. <laughs> nah. you, the listener really has to picture what's going on in the studio, and, and at the moment uh, there's there's plenty happening, isn't it? Yeah, no, there is. There is not. It's uh, good to be back at work, and can't wait to jump into a bit of GB BBL fantasy. Uh, yeah. And, and all the cricket stuff. Oh, spoiler alert there. This show is completely about uh, Golden Valley Bush Bash League fantasy. We're obviously two rounds in uh, with the third round coming up this weekend at Deakin Reserve. And the scene is set uh, on the the actual cricket field uh, for, for a thrilling round because it's it's essentially a preliminary finals. It is. They've managed to set up the four-team comp so that all four teams can are a red-hot chance of getting in. Um, all with one win apiece. Um, very good cricket in Cobram last start, which was nice to see. But do we really do we care too much about that when when we've got fantasy on the line, Tyler? <laughs> no, certainly not. We're we're all about the fantasy. But uh, before we do get into the fantasy, uh, you did have a chat to Matty Yench after uh, a brilliant last over win from the Panthers. Uh, I had written them off, uh, to, much to his delight, uh, and had already uh, written the the Mud Dogs match report. Uh, as winning on on deadline, you know the perils of uh, riding uh, pretty much as it needs to go to print. But um, uh, a hat trick in the final over, and um, yeah, he was really up and about, wasn't he? Oh, he he was very happy and rightfully so um, because I mean he's he's taken a hat trick. Um, I'd asked a stupid question, which you'll pick up no doubt very quickly had, in here. Had he planned it? <laughs> Don't again, you're spoiling everything. <laughs> spoiling everything, Aiden. But I just yeah, like to get the. Uh, no, the, the listener uh, ready. Make sure they don't miss on anything. All right, we'll we'll have a listen. Yeah, awesome. Uh, it was really good because once again we're in a position where we shouldn't have really won the game. Um, we fought our way back um, with the bat. We were aiming for 150 as a target. Uh, we had to grind our way to get to 135, 136. Um, for us to for us to get to that uh, was good. I thought it was a bit under par. And then the way we started with the ball was once again disappointing, but. Jeez, what a game, what a win. Yeah, um, that last game, you talked me through it. Oh, there's not much to talk about, mate. <laughs> I just needed to bowl as full as possible, and, and that's, yeah, I just tried to hit the crease every time, hit the paint, and, yeah. and uh, the worst ball, the worst ball I probably bowled was the last one that I had to hit for six, so, um, but yeah, we got away with it, which was good. Um, just a ripper game cricket, it's really good for everyone involved like to play against cricket, that's two absolute crackers in a row, so it's a good, good quality cricket, so... Yeah. Having Scotty behind the stumps was uh, very helpful that last over there. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, he did. He did a good job, and we keep as the best when you don't notice him. So yeah, he, he was very clean, very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, hat trick last week with Craig. Um, then you've got one this week. Was that was that planned at all? <laughs> hat trick's never planned, mate. As in, yeah, hat trick's never never planned. But you know, in the last over, they're going to go no matter what, especially when they need. 
or whatever it was, I don't know the, the figure. Um, whenever they need 11 and over for the last over, so they're always going to go no matter what. And if you just hit that length, they have to invent something and. Yeah. yeah, it was good to get one, but yeah, yeah. as long as we won, I didn't really care. Now, Max, uh, <laughs> as you said, uh, you know, did he plan the hat trick? Uh, well, I mean, we we heard the answer. Um, you know, you don't you don't plan them, but do you plan questions in advance before doing interviews? Evidently not. <laughs> it's just not a, not a thing that's done. But I mean, I was a bit in awe of of actually taking a, a hat trick in the final over, won his team the game. Kind of from nowhere, and more importantly, he's the leader of JVBBL fantasy as well. Exactly. So and, I was kind of a bit starstruck, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. Um, but yeah, he, he, dumb question. He's, guilty as charged. Uh, we're all we're all guilty of it. Uh, take us through the uh, the fantasy leaderboard. Uh, obviously, uh, up for grabs is three hundred dollars cold hard cash from Crane Aid, the, the major sponsors of the Bush Bash, and a two hundred dollar. Kookaburra voucher, which gee, I could use uh, the state my uh, bubble is in at the moment, my uh, my bat. But well, I uh, mean, you, you're not bat, you're not using it. You're just sitting next person in every game. I'm the uh, designated uh, last padded up. I tell uh, you which what, is good. there's the uh, the new beast out as well. That uh, looks all right. So I wouldn't mind getting my hands on that. Yeah, exactly. So uh, plenty on the line, and uh, Yenshi's out in front. He is. He's out in front. He's got a. I'm trying to do math on the fly, and it's not doing well. Seven point lead. Over Paul McInnes um, in the overall standings, which is basically nothing with one round to go. There's um, there's stuff all between them, and they're they're both out in front. Yenchi's eight forty eight, and Paul is eight thirty six. Then Josh Pierce just behind them, eight hundred and twelve in a, a pretty clear top three there. Yeah, certainly. Obviously, one round of um, uh, action left uh, in terms of the preliminary rounds, uh, and then you probably can't make up too much ground in the grand final, can you, uh, Aiden? Uh, from memory, last year. Yeah, no, you've um, got to make sure you get your your team spot on, and uh, make sure you don't miss out on any late changes, because uh, yeah. there is the potential to have a couple of those marquees pop up again. Yeah, certainly. And uh, in the grand final, obviously, with only two teams to pick from. Uh, Team, fantasy teams do look a lot more similar, so if Yenchi can uh, hold his lead after round three, he, he might be in the uh, the box seat, you'd say, Max? Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's also got the uh, the added bonus of, of being inside the Panthers' bubble, knows who's going to bat where, who's going who's likely to get a bowl, and, um, you know, not, not inferring that there'd be any sort of, um, you know, tinkering about with it, but if, if, <laughs> if he needs... No more planned hatches, you don't reckon? <laughs> Well, I mean, he could plan a teammate to set up. He didn't know, even have himself in his own team, he, though. He so didn't he's pick himself, but he he could turn around and and try and give Jack Craig a, the last over and and try and you know construct a hat trick there. And um, and how how is the the news uh, desk looking in terms of fantasy? Yeah, the the leaderboard within the leaderboard. The le- well, I mean, that's the one that the the three of us obviously care about, um, <laughs> and you know we'll spend probably more time ripping each other about that than anything else. Um, Ronnie Anderson, our wonderful sub, is in the lead for us at 769, having overtaken Dragon Cassidy's Majors. Yeah, that's, which, a good uh, that's a good team name. Which, Aiden, you, uh, you stormed ahead with, uh, you know, for coming second, I think it was, or, or third, equal third after the first I'll round. I'll take second. I'll take that. Um, <laughs> and then myself on the Devil's number, 666. Tyler, just behind me, 646. And then... Our esteemed college uh, colleagues, rather, um, Liam Nash and Alex Mitchell, are not doing as well. 
No, they're a little bit uh, further behind. Uh, but yeah, my my team itself, uh, the choir of Eckard Knox, uh, has been a bit let down by its namesake in uh, Michael Eckard. He hasn't really done much in the Bush Bash this year, and I've picked him both weeks. So uh, a big weekend. I, I'm I'm putting a rocket. Uh, <laughs> Firmly in his direction, uh, although he did take uh, three for 12 uh, on the weekend in uh, Cricket Shepparton competition. But I mean, he's still been scoring well and playing well in those Cricket Shepparton competitions. It's just he turns up on a Sunday and maybe he's he's celebrated too hard the night before. No, I mean, <laughs> uh, there's no doubting his professionalism, but yeah, the, the results haven't gone his way or the, the stats haven't gone his way on the Sundays just yet. But will you be sticking with him? Is that, I mean, you've named the team after him. Are you legally allowed to not pick him? Well, uh, I had this issue last year with uh, Wyan Van Zyl. Uh, I was the, uh, um, the, the firm believer that he was going to go big, but uh, never eventuated. But uh, I think I'll be sticking with him this round. Uh, obviously, with everything on the line, the, uh, the big performers should stand up. And speaking of big performers, uh, you know, the marquee roundabout is, is really where the points uh, have been and, and where, I suppose, the difference in, in team points have been. Uh, who's uh, a couple that have sort of stood out uh, across the first couple of rounds uh, who have passed the eye test, I suppose? Passed the eye test. Um, well, yeah, Taylor Beard on the weekend was the one that really stood up with a, a 78. Um, yeah, it was, was fantastic. Um, but there have been a few really um, regular contributors that have kind of been you know, almost the first picked after... You know, for, for the last round, and you've got Jed Wright uh, made some scores. Joel Brett's hit two forty odds. Um, Peter Cassidy, your man, Aiden, has, uh, oh, man. has been sensational. Yeah, he certainly has been. Um, and Jackie Craig, he's what was his numbers in the the, the second round? Because I know that I got off to a flyer picking him as my captain in the opening round. Uh, didn't score as many runs uh, the week just gone. And if I can scroll down a little bit, uh, Jackie Craig ended up with a 50. Um, no, you take it. Take which, that to the Which bank. you'll absolutely take. Anything above 30 <laughs> is a big uh, W there. Matty Yench with a 60, uh, thanks to that hat-trick, all from the hat-trick. So going into that final over, he was on zip. Zip. Um, and those <laughs> that picked him were very handily rewarded uh, there with the... Uh, the 60 points, 20 for each wicket. Um, Peter Cassidy was 60 on the weekend as well. And Ramuze is also scoring quite nicely, picking up wickets here and there and, and scoring a few runs with the bat. And, and we all expect those players to to play this weekend. Um, they've been they've all played each each round, haven't they, so far? Yeah, and with, with uh, like, like we said, with uh, a grand final spot on the line, uh, win and you're in, you, you've got to... Uh, Pick your best side, I think. Uh, what about uh, someone from from down your way, uh, Aiden? Uh, Timmy Ludeman. Any any yes. whispers uh, when you went home recently that uh, that he might turn out for this third round at Deakin Reserve? Yeah, fellow Naranda export, uh, Ludes is. But no, I, I actually didn't see his face when I was back home uh, over the you know the, the holiday season. But um, I'm expecting him to front up this weekend for the for the crushes. Um, but yeah, if he does play, um, yeah, expect some some big hitting from him. I, I know from his time at the in the um, BBL, you know, with the strikers and the in the renegades, I know that he just likes to get out there and just swing hard. Don't uh, worry too much about uh, you know all the planning and that. He just likes to see the ball hit the ball. Speaking of the BBL, we could have uh, James Seymour fresh off a, a contract with the Stars uh, coming back for this weekend if the Stars don't make the finals. Uh, he obviously hasn't uh, gotten a taste for it just yet, being uh, X-Factor the, the first two games he's been on the list, but 
Uh, I mean, hopefully he gets a gig uh, tomorrow or uh, or this week in the in the final round, and um, if they don't make it, can uh, bring some form down to the uh, Deakin Reserve. Oh, absolutely. He'd, um, he would absolutely love playing at Deakin, um, and we'd love to see him down there at Deakin. Um, yeah, and, and if he plays, he'd basically be the first picked um, just about after you know the, the Panthers' previous uh, marquee that came in with Scotty Edwards that came in to replace him. Um, you know, you, you'd basically go for, for Seymour straight away. If Seymour doesn't play, maybe we see Edwards again, which um, I had a chat to him after the game. He, he was a key part of that. That hat trick taking two very very good catches um, off Yench's bowling, um, and if you got the clip up there, Tyler, we might uh, have a listen to him and then talk about how he's uh, how he's gone. Yeah, certainly the uh, the the Dutch international that uh, the Panthers signed to to replace Seymour. Uh, we'll we'll hear from him now. How was that? It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's very good at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, you've um yeah, talk me through how you've ended up here today. Uh yeah, so basically um good mates with uh, James Seymour and he was meant to be playing and then obviously he got called up to the stars. Yeah. Um, yeah, he got in touch, said said the boys that uh be keen to have me and that. Sort yeah. of went from there. Very nice. So what are you doing with yourself at the minute? Uh, at the minute, just playing playing down at Richmond. Yeah. So sort of sort of my off, off season for the Dutch stuff. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, depending depending what happens with COVID and everything, I should be heading over there in sort of April. Yeah. yeah for the season. What's sort of. the comp like over there? Like the I'm, local comp? Yeah, in in the Netherlands. Like uh, I've just got no touch stuff for it at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, not many people do, to be honest. Um, it's it's every team has sort of two sort of marquee players from yeah. sort of state cricketers from different countries usually. A um, couple of the guys from the national team, so there's 11 filtered through. And then, yeah, it's like, it's a good comp. It just it probably slides away a little bit at the end, at the back end of the teams. But, um, but no, it's good. Tough wickets, so <laughs> makes yeah. it up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, how do you find the, the standard view? Very good, actually, yeah. And I was, um, yeah, very... Know, everyone involved was sort of had their had their zones and they were, they were hidden so and you know blokes are clearing the fence <laughs> more yeah. often than not so I was, no it was impressive yeah. Yeah, you started pretty well with the bat too yeah it didn't quite get going which is a bit disappointing but um, yeah we got the win which is the main thing so, yeah. Yeah. and then that last over you were pretty heavily involved in that as yeah, well yeah, just, that was um, yeah that's feel yeah just, the just get behind it and <laughs> try to stop it if, it, uh, if they nick one past me so yeah. Yeah. That, that last catch you took sort of running back <laughs> leaping over your shoulder how, how tough was that that looked well it looked pretty tough than I what do you like standing in front of me <laughs> like, no I probably, I probably just should have got back earlier I think I yeah. got myself in a little bit of a pickle but no it's uh, yeah. taken um, when you can fair enough will you be back uh, well I, I, hopefully <laughs> we'll see uh, we'll see how it all lines up you know if Jimmy's back available I'm not sure so yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome yeah. thanks so much mate we'll no, appreciate no worries, it mate. and uh, well played yeah. see you later now, as you touched on there, Max, uh, he didn't quite get going with the bat, but um, was really important behind the stumps, uh, especially in that last over. Yeah, absolutely, and it you know, class always shows. Um, and as as you know, Matty Yench said a bit earlier, um, yeah, having a good wicket keeper, you, you often don't notice them, but you know those two catches in the last over, you, you couldn't really miss him, and you know was was very solid with the bat. Probably a bit unlucky to you know to get out just he was starting to get going, but. Um, he, he touched on it at the end there, but will he be back, boys, do we think, this weekend? 
It, it is tough to tell. Like, obviously, if the Stars make the finals, then uh, Seymour will have to hang around, uh, even though the finals, um, I believe, will be finished by the end of this week. Uh I, I, I thought the Big Bash was going year-round now. I, like, it's just the <laughs> longest competition We're in, in the, the world. S- the third round this week, isn't it? Some of us are paying a bit more attention due to our overall Supercoach rankings, but obviously we're a fantasy competition here. Uh, obviously, uh, we're not tra- treading on anyone's trademarks. Uh, uh, but uh, the, um, the obviously the GVBBL fantasy... Round three this Sunday at Deakin Reserve. 11am it kicks off with the, the Hounds against the Panthers. So uh, winner goes through there. James Nanopoulos will be in my team again if he's playing. Um, Tommy Donald's another marquee. Todd Murphy uh, may not play but uh, is, you know, obviously waiting in the wings and, and I'd imagine Paul Newman will be right again. So uh, I think it'll be strong squads on, on both ends there. And then the uh, the marquee game, well, the two home sides, uh the uh, SRP Mud Dogs and the Jarvis Delahaye Crushers at 2pm. That'll kick off and there'll be plenty of crowd there, I would imagine, and I think it'll be um, another great game. Uh, obviously, you've got Josh McDonald and hopefully Timmy Ludeman for hopefully for the, the Crushers. Who, who takes the gloves there uh, between uh, McDonald and Ludeman if they're both in the side? Is, is uh, considering that Tim hasn't been, been playing uh, you know, for the last well, 12 months now, or 10 months, uh, I... I Put it on, on McDonald to take the gloves. And then you've got the uh, the Mud Dogs. Uh, Hamish Winner-Irving, we obviously haven't seen yet this competition. Um, Mitch Winner-Irving, Leighton McCann. Uh, Jackie Nayland didn't get going um, on the weekend or in round two, but um, deposited a, a quite a large six off his first ball, uh, which was the first ball of the inning. So uh, it would be exciting to see him out on Deacon as well. Absolutely. I'd, I really want to see Jake Burge uh, take a few wickets as well. Number one draft pick, being highly touted. Yet to really get on the scoreboard at all. Um, hasn't taken any wickets. Hasn't been needed with the bat. Um, which you know, lovely bloke. Hasn't hasn't quite delivered for the the people that have picked him. Yeah, certainly. Uh, plenty of time left to do though. Now, just a little. Uh, don't sleep, boys, on uh, Tyrone Baden at the Panthers. Uh, the Cobram cricketer played played his first game in the last round uh, against the Hounds uh, and oh, sorry the Mud Dogs and. Picked up two for 18 off nine and, and made a few runs with the batters as well. Uh, just, uh, you know, don't sleep on him. He, he'll, be, he'll be up there. He'll be in my team. I know that. Not sure how he bowled nine overs, but... Uh, oh, he, at, he, yeah, two for 18 <laughs> at an average of nine, right? You're, uh, <laughs> he's first your, day back. Your Cobram career bias coming out there, is it? Or is he a, an, an astute pick? I've got to back to the Cobram boys. What about Adam DeSico? Will he be in your side? Uh, yeah, he's been playing well. Uh, Mike Tron, I think he was in... My squad in the last game. Uh, looking back, no, he uh, he got squeezed out. I think. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got to fit. Uh, Scotty Edwards, I think, came in. Yeah, you, you've got to fit the uh, the internationals in first, but I think that just about uh, wraps it up, fellas. Uh, but there might just be uh, he might be out in the middle at halftime this weekend. But could the Crushers bring in a, a John Mandradoni uh, as a marquee this weekend? Well, uh, as a bit of Background there for our listeners who, who don't also follow us on Twitter. Uh, Jonathan Mandradoni at uh, Caramomas did uh, whack yours truly for four consecutive sixes uh, early in the season in C grade, and uh, he went one way uh, up towards A grade, <laughs> and I went the other down back to D grade. But uh, fought back uh, recently with the ball, so there's there's murmurs of a of a rematch. Uh, 
uh, Team RVJ Mandradoni out in the middle at Deakin. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm getting. What I'm picturing here is um, the the charity game earlier last year, the um, the Sachin Tendulkar versus Elise Perry. That's that's basically the standard we're looking at here. I uh, look. I'll I'll do my bit to uh, entertain the fans and uh, try to give him a few. Uh, <laughs> Few juicy half volleys. Don't worry about the TV BBL boys. I'm going along just to watch this. <laughs> I can't uh, wait to watch John yeah, uh, go go to the tank. Gold coin uh, donation at the door. Uh, There's t- also uh, charity. Um, yeah, they're, they're donating twenty bucks uh, for each hit, six hit. Yeah, the certainly well. the Mud Dogs are looking for more sponsors for that as well. Uh, but Broker House is on board for for twenty dollars per six across uh, do, do round reckon, three. Do you reckon we can get fifty dollars per six? Uh, Mandradoni gets off you. <laughs> I mean, in six balls, they might make uh, two hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, I reckon I'll get I'll get one away first. You get a quick one in first, and nah, backing back in for the three hundred dollars. And there's no crowd catching uh, like we saw up at up at uh, Cobram last week. Uh, not at this stage, but maybe Jono can give them a few to uh, <laughs> keep their hands warm. But all right, enough about uh, us. We'll uh, we'll move on, and uh, we'll certainly see you out there on Sunday. Thanks for joining us, Aiden and Max. No worries, mate. Pleasure. And thanks for joining us, listeners, and we'll uh, speak to you again soon. That was Shepparton Sports Bite, brought to you by McPherson Media Group.